1: Welcome back to the official England podcast. I've just about recovered from Sunday's epic win over Croatia and it certainly feels nice to be sitting there with three points in the bag as we start to gear up for the small matter of a game against Scotland on Friday. I'm Adam Smith, here to guide you through everything that's been happening in the England camp over the last 24 hours. Don't forget, we will be bringing you a different episode every single day and boy, do we have a show for you today. Here's what's coming up. We've got the latest update as the squad prepare for Friday's big game. Josh Denzel
0: will be joining me to get all the very latest from inside the camp. He wandered over nice and slow. I said, don't you dare exude any more energy than you need to. We'll be hearing from the man who made the goal, the
1: Yorkshire PLO himself, Calvin Phillips, who was Josh's guest on yesterday's Lions Den.
2: Everything else after that was a blur. So it was a ball at the back of the net, obviously.
1: And I spoke exclusively with Sunday's
2: match winner, Raheem Sterling, MBE. My mum first one on, calling my phone while I'm still in the dressing room. I'm like, listen, I ain't got time at the minute. I'll call you back when I'm on the bus. Let's get stuck into it then. You're listening to the official England podcast.
1: First up, as always, let's get you up to speed with all the latest from St. George's Park. As you can imagine, it was a fairly relaxed session following Sunday's game day. 14 players were out for training, with those who started Sunday's game doing a recovery session. Dean Henderson, meanwhile, was working individually indoors. <laughs> On yesterday's Lions Den episode, Josh Denzel was joined by England's player of the match, Calvin Phillips. A simply incredible performance from the Leeds midfield general with a heat map even golo Conte would have been proud of. Not only did he have a stormer and set himself up to be a key player for England at this tournament, he also got that all-important assist for Raheem Sterling's goal. What a pass that was. He was all smiles when he stepped into the Lions Den.
2: At the time, man. You know, when I was running forward with the ball, I can't remember doing it. I can just remember getting the walks, passing me a ball, and then everything else after that was a blur. As soon as the ball at the back of the net, obviously, the crowd went mental. And, you know, it was my mum's birthday the day before that day, and she was literally, when we celebrated, she was literally right at the front at that side. So I just felt like I was just celebrating with her as well.
1: And if you want to catch more of that chat, you can see Lions Den on England's Twitch and YouTube channels live every day at four o'clock. I'm pleased to say, joining me on the official England podcast now, none other than Lions Den presenter. He's smiling from ear to ear because England have got
0: three points in the bag. Josh Denzel, talk to me about that game, mate. What a result. Unbelievable scenes. Let me tell you, like, I've, <laughs> I, I get very nervous watching England games. Me too. And, and yesterday was was no different, but let me tell you, it, I was absolutely buzzing. As soon as Calve cut in, I thought Raheem, it's your time, and I, I, I jumped up. I nearly done. I nearly done the, all the vertebrae in my back jumping up so quickly. It was uh, it was a big celebration. Josh, where did you watch it, mate? We've got, in, in SGP here, we've got uh, the like the Lions Den studio. So we rigged up all the TVs, had it on the big screen, had the speakers out, a few beers. It was uh, it was a nice one. I had the beanbags out. there's about eight of us watching it. So it was, I did uh,
1: see on your Instagram the beanbags, actually. That's that's, yeah, that's uh, ringing yeah. some bells for me. And a question, you said you were off your seat or off your beanbag, literally, when uh, the goal <laughs> went in.
0: Were you off your beanbag when Phil Foden hit the post? Because I jumped up like a right muppet thinking that had gone in. I know. It was almost like, you know, that Sterling goal against Italy, where, where it went in, but it didn't go in. Yeah, I just said that exact moment to our producer about that. Yeah, yeah, and it, I, I was I was up, and it was one of them hands on the head moment where you got to take five to calm down and go, all right, cool, we're gonna have other chances, and we had a lot of chances, which was which was good, but it wasn't good for my heart, but it was uh, it was good for the neutral, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's a brilliant first result, um, and the lads seem very very excited. Talk to me about what's been going on today. You've done another lines, then I believe you had Calvin Phillips on. Who, by the way, what a performance wow. he put in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. BT player. Unbelievable. Covered, covered. So I was, he was here there and everywhere. I asked him when he, yeah. when he jumped on, jumped on lines. Then I said, they're not too, too, free of you coming because the amount of ground you covered, it was, it was outrageous. Yeah. So we had him on the show. He was obviously in a good mood. He, he kind of, he wandered over nice and slow. I said, don't, don't you dare exude any more energy than you need to because if you're gonna be running like that every game, right, I, I I want you sat on the beanbag nice and relaxed. So so yeah, we, we spoke about a lot of stuff. We had Righty on the show as well, and they obviously uh, they obviously know each other and he said he grew up you know he grew up, he, you know, grew up with Righty was one of his heroes. So it was nice to have that kind of chat, talk about, you know, their love of football and and the fact is like they you know, I mean, even when they signed pro contracts, they were both out playing in the park, playing against you know, I mean, pickup games in uh, <laughs> at the local at the local five o. So yeah, and no, it was it was nice to get that kind of fan perspective from Wright, who's been there and done it, and and talk about kind of how to deal with the nerves in big games, those big moments. And he was saying that when he when he walked out against Italy in Rome, he he, he was he was nervous until he got a first touch of the ball. And Calves said the same thing. So he can't even really remember. Sliding the ball into Raheem, who was so in the zone Really? yeah. Wow, that's class Yeah, it's
1: interesting you said about O'Reilly actually Because we had Jamie Redknapp on the pod yesterday And he was singing Calvin Phillips praises Just saying, he actually said he thinks a lot of people will be getting Phillips on the back of their England shirt Because of, of how well he played um, Talk to us about what's been going on at St George's Park today a Bit of a quieter day I presume, bit of a recovery day
0: uh, What have you seen, what have you heard? Yeah, a bit of a recovery day. The boys that obviously come off the bench and and uh and, and what were, were on the bench. I guess they they, they trained, they done a the full session. Whereas I think the boy it was it was more of a recovery day for the uh for the boys on the full ninety and that, that played. So they were in the gym, they were making sure that, that everything's, you know, I mean, getting the getting the full MOT. So uh by the time the Scotland <laughs> game comes around, they're 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 in full working order. So yeah, they had they had a recovery day. Um but the the rest of the boys the rest of the boys trained and they they look they look ready, you know what I mean? It's I think it's that moment when, obviously, if you don't play in the first game, you want to give the manager every single reason to pick you in the next one. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it was an intense training session. And, and the mood around the camp is good. It's great. You know I mean, I thought it was good before. Obviously, you get that first win, three points. It's, uh, everyone's buzzing over here. Do you
1: know what I love about that, mate? You just reminded me. I, I genuinely need to get an MOT done for my car. You know, I've been delayed. <laughs> just remember, you said MOT. Go. I was like, oh, I've got to do that. So thanks. Not only you give me insight, you're actually reminding me of the jobs I've got to do. Um, So talk to us about what's coming up next on lines, Dan. Like with us on the podcast, you are filming every single day. So
0: what you got coming up next? Yeah, we're live every single day. We actually don't know who's coming on next. We're, we're picking. The good thing about it is this group you can have anyone come on and they all offer something different. They all offer totally good energy. Agree. So yeah, whoever totally we get agree. on is going gonna, gonna to be an amazing show. And that's, that's the great, with the pod, it, it must be exactly the same thing because yeah. we don't have to go, oh, we need this player. We need that player. Everyone, He's buzzing to come on the show, you know, walking around the, 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 uh, the hotel and you see a big on the wall, Lions Den, who's on? You know what I mean? You can write your name down and whatever. So you know what? It depends who texts me. You know, I might text a few of the boys and say, you fancy it? And they'll go, yeah, cool. I'm going to, I'm going to beat, uh, beat DCL scoring a basketball. I'm going to get a hole in one like Mace. Well, I'll, I'll let you know as soon as we know. It's it's so true, mate. Because people are saying,
1: "Oh, you would say that you're working with England, that the, the, the Marat." But it, generally, all the players we've spoken to on the podcast, you Lines, Dan, everyone, the team spirit, the, the togetherness is is just superb. And we've we've had a different pod every time as well, with with such fascinating insights. So it's great to hear that you're echoing that and, and saying that the lads are in great spirits. Um, got to quickly talk about fantasy football, mate. How's your team getting on? Let me get it up right <laughs> now
0: because it's. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing as well as I thought I would. All right, but that's 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 fine. That's fine because. I feel like it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Yeah, true, true. That's all, that's, that's all you need to know, Smith, because I saw you do a poll on your Instagram, who do you think is going to win? right? And I got, <laughs> I got trounced unfortunately and right now that you know what i mean i think the, the the results are echoing that but that's fine it is a marathon not a sprint what i like about that is actually my wife
1: inadvertently voted for you and not me so you got one vote for my wife mate. <laughs> I, I don't, don't want, want to cause any problems in,
0: in, in the Spooky household mate that's that's not that's not for me no she meant to she, she she meant to go
1: for me but she voted for you but uh, yeah mate the best man win mate between me and you in the fantasy football thanks for joining us uh, go out and enjoy the sunshine mate and we'll catch up with you probably tomorrow i'd have appreciate it thought. yeah 100 percent And now for today's guest, who I'm sure you can all agree we're all very excited to hear from. Yesterday, I caught up with the man of the moment, England's match winner, Raheem Sterling, MBE. It was a fascinating chat as he spoke in depth about that moment he'd always dreamt of and believed would come true, scoring at Wembley in a major tournament. He also revealed the interesting activity he's been getting up to in his downtime and of course, how him and the squad are feeling ahead of that massive game against scotland i'm delighted to say joining me on the official england podcast none other than the match winner himself raheem sterling raheem i've got so much i want to talk to you about i think it's only applicable we start though with the mbe uh must have been a very very proud day for yourself and your family that
2: yeah it was a a top moment um something you know that i was not just me my family would cherish for the the rest of our lives uh never one moment i would think i'd receive something like that and to actually receive it you know it's a a great a great achievement, and I'm, I'm so grateful.
1: Didn't you? You said you ne- never thought you'd win something like that.
2: Yeah, I never looked at myself to, to, to win something like that, to be honest with you. But as I said, it's a, a great achievement, and and am really grateful. Class. And of course, from, from a moment of
1: days later, you then went on to be the match winner against Croatia, the opening goal of the tournament, getting the win in your own backyard at Wembley, as you said. I know that you've achieved a lot, you won a lot of trophies at City, but where does that moment rank for you in terms of greatest moments of your career so far? Because that must have been so special.
2: Yeah, that's something I knew that would happen. To be honest with you, no, no guess. That's something. Really, I, yeah. Yeah, that's something I always had faith that I, I, I do is with England at Wembley um, to score in a tournament. I've always dreamt of that, um, and to, to actually finally could say I've done that. You know, so that's a real dream come true. To be honest with you, and uh, you know, I know that word gets thrown about a lot and um, whatnot, but that was a, a real dream come true.
1: I don't know if you've seen it because obviously you're playing, but there's a slow-mo angle of your goal where you're just you're, the, the the body language in your face. You look so happy, and behind it, there's just England fans with their tops off, just going absolutely crazy. I, I don't know if you've seen that, but it just epitomises what how the country gets together whenever England play in a major tournament.
2: Yeah, that's England fans and football, man. That's <laughs> why that's why you've got to love them. Um, when they come to games, they come in volume. They they have a good time, but at the same time, you know, they bring that, that extra firepower to help the team. And what kind of reaction have you had? Have you had a lot of nice messages from friends
1: and family uh, since that?
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, directly after the game. My mum, first one on, um, calling my phone while I'm still in the dressing room. I'm like, listen, I ain't got time at the minute. I'll call you back when I'm on the bus. Really? Is uh, that what you said? Yeah, when I'm in the dressing room, I'm getting a massage. Can't be FaceTiming my mum like that. Moment, you said that's so. your
1: mum? You said, I'll call you back? Wow. Yeah, I said, I'll
2: call you <laughs> back when I'm on the bus. Um, but I spoke to her for a little bit, um, of course friends, uh, my missus, so yeah no, it was a, a really some really nice messages.
1: And talk us through that coach journey back then obviously you came back to St George's Park from the game uh, what was the mood like and what was going on on the coach journey?
2: A lot of sleeping. Was it? Uh, yeah. yeah. A it was a hot sleeping. day wasn't it? You must have been no, knackered was, afterwards. That's typical when we're playing that's when it's the hottest <laughs> yeah. day of the year and <laughs> yeah. as, soon as, as soon as this tournament's finished it's back to rain. That's, that's, <laughs> just, our, that's just our luck but no, it was it was a top day, it was really really warm yeah. Not not conditions that we we're normally used to playing in in the Premier League, you know we don't really get them really really hot 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 weathers, um, but it was good it was a good day um, especially to have the fans back in the stadium had that real energy again I think that's been a big miss in football over the last couple of last year or so um, is to have that 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 connection with the fans and yesterday we had that yeah I
1: totally agree and the hashtag boy from Brent we saw that everywhere on social how how important is that your, your roots to you and the fact that you're from Wembley you're from Brent as you said does that make the, the whole thing so much more special
2: yeah as, as I said it's been um, a big dream of mine to play at Wembley I keep saying it like mm. it's, you know, I used to come home from training when I was at QPR and bus journey back home walking to my house seeing a stadium like literally being built and it was just like that's possible that's possible um one day I'm going to play there, and I've got to try and play there. And and the more I started to achieve, the more I started to believe and believe and believe. So yeah, it was a it's it really special every time I go there, even with even with City, you know.
1: And of course, it's such a young squad. You are actually the most capped player in the squad. We've spoken to so many of the players, and there seems to be really excitement about this tournament. But do you feel, as the most capped player and one of the senior players, even though you're still very young yourself, do you feel like you have a responsibility to help those younger lads on for what is a lot of them their first tournament?
2: Um, uh, as I said. If there is anything that I can help with, for sure I'll help. Of course, going into games, you know, I think the the players that's been at tournaments before, you know, they're probably used to what what they're about to go into. At the end of the day, we play football week in week out, but you know, just trying to get that calmness in the dressing room, um, on the pitch as well. When little moments, when there's little bits of panic, trying to you know, be the ones to to kind of get us, you know, calm and you know get us back into a place that we're focused on the game. And that's what, that's what the players, you know, that's been to a few tournaments, that, that's where we can help, you know, football will do the talking for them because that's what they've done their whole life, if you know what I mean. Do
1: you feel it's an even better squad than the one that you had? You a part of the World Cup, which was amazing, of course. Do you think it's an even stronger squad now when you look at the strength and depth that England have in this tournament?
2: 100%, 100%. Um, in every area, there's two players, pretty much two players in every position that are, you know, within their own right to start. And do you think that as well? It's interesting you said that because
1: I I, I feel like the fact there's so many good players in every position does does that help you improve your game? Because there's so much quality, particularly in the attacking areas that you play in, and the way looking at the way England started, they really flew out the block. So does that competition help the players going into this tournament?
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, Competition's always good in any circumstance, any day in life. You know, if it's in a job in an office somewhere, if you've got someone breathing on your neck, you know, you've got to uh, do even better. Um, but at the same time, it's healthy competition. There's no malice. There's no bad bad blood. You know, everyone wants to the the, the same objective is to do well for their country. And um, so that that healthy um, healthy competition is, is good always.
1: And can you talk us through what's been going on today and the next few days? What I'm interested to find out is how much of today is spent as a debrief, looking back on the game and analysing it. And when did the preparation start for the next game?
2: Yeah. So today we've just had recovery so far. The lads that didn't play, they obviously trained. Um, and I think later on in the evening we'll, you know, go over the, the the Croatia game, and then that's it on Croatia, and then we look forward to the Scotland game from there from tomorrow onwards.
1: Let's talk about Scotland. We had Jamie Redknapp on the podcast yesterday and he said something really interesting. He said that he's played in North London derbies, cup finals, he's played for Liverpool against Man United. He said nothing compares to the atmosphere that he's ever experienced playing for England against Scotland. He went on to say that the hairs on the back of his neck were standing up just thinking about it. Is this a fixture that you and the players, I know that you're excited for all of the games, but is this one that you are particularly excited about?
2: For me, it's going to be another game. Really? Yeah, another game, of course. Um, There's history, Uh, but at the same time, in football, you can't get too drawn into um, the history. You've got to focus on the task ahead, mm. and the task ahead is trying to get the three points. You know, we can't be going in there fighting old old battles. We've got to look forward. We've got to be really concentrated. Yeah, so maybe we all get a bit excited. Maybe it's the fans that get a little bit too excited about uh,
1: about England-Scotland. Um, did you watch the Scotland-Czech Republic game? I just want to know your thoughts, what, what you thought of the yeah, game.
2: Yeah, I watched the game, second goal, beautiful.
1: Oh, unbelievable, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: it was a hot finish. And how
1: how is the mood in the camp? Does, does the opening day victory does that just lift spirits so much? Is it? I imagine it's it's all very positive right now. After yeah, that
2: victory. It's always good to win your first game, um, any tournament, club level, whatever it is. To, always to get off to a good start. You know, being that right right mindset. That right. You know, everything just feels you know good. Um, and it's, to try and continue to build from that, we know that there's still things from yesterday's game that uh, we could do better. Um, from 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 my own uh, perspective of the game, I thought we could have kept the ball a little bit better. Um, I thought we could have played out from the back a bit more because you know when you come up against these France's, these Spain's teams like that, you know we can't just give them back the ball because you know it's going to be a long time till we get the ball back and. Um, we've got to do what they are going to try to do with us, and you know that's going to they're going to try and make us run, and we've got to do that to teams and we're, we're more than capable of doing that. So, I felt at times yesterday we could have, um, you know, played a little bit more, just keep the ball, keep them running, especially when it's a hot day. You've got to know how to manage these games, and um, we've got the right players to, to do that.
1: That's interesting you say that after such a good result and a, a, a great individual performance and team performance, you said, but you, you're still looking to improve. You still feel this team ha, has ways to improve and other gears to go into, do you?
2: Yeah, we played a, a, a good Croatia side, but then uh, as I'm saying, we go into the last 16 now. We come up against uh, we come up against these top clubs, top national teams that have players that just enjoy keeping the ball. We have the same players as well. So, you know, that's just my uh, thoughts from yesterday, being in the game. Um, we went one nil up. And it's sort of, you know, we didn't want to, of course, concede. But at the same time, the best way not to concede is by not giving the opposition the ball. Um, so the longer we can we can keep the ball, the better.
1: Yeah, well, Raheem, all the best uh, for the next game. And congratulations on what's been a brilliant week. Just final question. I'm asking all the players is What are you doing in your downtime? It's a, it's a long camp, as we know. So what is Raheem Sterling doing to keep himself entertained?
2: Meditating.
1: Are you, are you really? A bit of meditation, yeah.
2: Doing a little bit of meds. I didn't yeah. know you into that. Yeah, a little bit of
1: meds. How often do you meditate?
2: Um, I try to try to it before I go to sleep. To be honest, we try to get in a um, try to get relaxed before going to sleep, and just yeah, taking time out and being thankful, grateful uh, for the day. Yeah, just trying to get connected. You know, I think we're on a whole. We're not 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 a lot of us get connected to our body and our on our, on our brains, man. So I'm I'm trying to get you know everything in one connected and just be in a good place.
1: That's brilliant. We've had Fortnite, we've had FIFA, we've had all sorts. I didn't expect meditation. I've never done it myself, so I might have to give it a go. Um, uh, Raheem, thank you so much, mate. Congratulations on a great week. And all the best for the rest of the tournament.
2: Cheers. You're listening to the Official England Podcast.
1: Okay, that's it for today's Official England Podcast. But fear not, we will be back tomorrow with even more as we bring you everything that's been happening in the England camp during the countdown to our second group game against scotland it is a big one and we'll have all you need to know from the england squad in the coming days plus i'll be chatting exclusively to another member of the three Lions squad if you haven't subscribed already what are you waiting for this is literally the only place where you can get exclusive daily access to the england team so make sure you hit that subscribe button see you tomorrow stay safe and come on england